This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, your ghost host, <laughs> Chris Dewar. And I'm joined by my co-host and fellow ghost hunter, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the supernatural horror comedy film Haunted Mansion. This is a screenplay by Katie Dippold, directed by Justin Simeon. And of course, this is based on the attraction at Disneyland, Disney World. There's multiple around the world. The Haunted Mansion. Now, this is interesting because, of course, this is not the first attempt that Disney's made uh, to do a r- film about this ride. We had the not, Eddie not Murphy. Even, yeah, not even the second. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy one uh, you know, before. And so this was interesting that they're going to do a new take on this property. Uh, this came out in the summer, which was very weird. This should have been released in theaters now, uh, but it did come out on Disney+. Plus. So Taylor and I did not have a chance to see it in theaters, but we saw it now at Disney Plus, and uh, we're going to give you our thoughts. We're not going to do spoilers today for Haunted Mansion, but uh, Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of Haunted Mansion. So in the film, we follow Gabby and Travis, a mother and son, as they enlist in aid of a team uh, to help exercise the ghost around them in this new mansion uh, that they have moved into. So I was laughing because, you know, yeah, we had the Eddie Murphy one. We also had uh, not too recently... Uh, or not so long ago, the Muppet version of Haunted Mansion. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Which, uh, so yeah, so this is uh, this was really interesting because when we saw the trailers, and I, I don't know how you felt about this, I was pretty excited about this. You know, I remember I remember fond memories of the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. When I watched it, I, I enjoyed it for the Eddie Murphy comedy. There are some good moments of like creep factor and stuff and a lot of great odes to the ride um, in that with like Madame Leota and all that. But this one looked like it was going to scare up, if you will, some real scares. I was like, okay, the effects look great. There's definitely some 
uh, potential maybe deaths are going to happen. I don't know, but also stack with a great cast. I mean, obviously it's going to be comedic. We got, wow, Owen Wilson, it's great. Um, and Danny DeVito, <laughs> and of course, um, Blake Heath Stanfield and um, Rosario Dawson. Um, and then, you know, Danny DeVito and then uh, Tiffany Haddish. But um, I will say, you know, look, listening to other reviews before this, I did try to go open mind. I will say looking at this film on a whole, they're trying to do too many things with this film. I think it worked well with the Eddie Murphy's version was it was a very straightforward plot. Family, their family that comes in here, they're haunted. They got to save each other. Okay. This one, there was too many things going on with these different characters. I think the problem is when you have too many characters, you're trying to follow what's going on. We've got our main character who's kind of going through grief of losing his loved one. We don't really know what's going on. You got the mother and son are kind of dealing with their own trauma. And then we're kind of inviting them with these other characters. And so I felt like there was a big tonal issue with what they were trying to go with with the film uh, for being a horror comedy, if you will. Yeah, for me, some of the comedy landed and some of it did not. And the ones that did not, which was a lot of it, is very in line with a lot of the bad comedy that we've had for like the last 10 years. We're like, it's just comedy that doesn't work. It's like, it's weird jokes or like, they're trying to like do things that are like modern and it doesn't fit with the vibe. Like, yes, this movie is set in present day, but because you're going to this old mansion where it's like ghost and it's like ancient stuff, it should really stick to like an almost timeless era. But you have Tiffany Haddish, you know, saying things like, well, I got this at Costco. And it's like some of it just doesn't land for me. And I agree with you in that it felt like there was a little too much going on and it was a tone issue. Now, some of this might come down to originally Gilmore del Toro was supposed to direct a Haunted Mansion movie. And that was going to be the new take. And of course, if del Toro had done it, I'm sure that could have still been comedy, but it would have been a much darker, you know, really sticking to kind of the Haunted Mansion vibe of like, this is a haunted house film. And he was talking about having it more in heightened reality than a more real world. Yes. And that, that fell by the wayside. And so having this version, I think, some stuff worked really well and then some stuff just did not. And I think that's just hard when it's like at some point, when do you like pause and go, we need to rethink this or when it's like, we're just in it now and this is what we're doing. Yeah. I think the production value was pretty good. I mean, all the ghosts look really great. I mean, compared to the Eddie Murphy version, you know, this is a, you know, nearly <laughs> 20 years, I mean, that 20 year, you know, difference in CGI and all that. So of course, the ghosts are actually transparent and like, I think all the visuals with that looks pretty good. The one thing that really confused me is why they kept boasting that like Jared Leto is the Hatbox ghost. You could have had random guy off the street be the Hatbox ghost. It didn't really matter who was the Hatbox ghost because it's a CGI character. Um, you know, it's like, and the voice is so modulated. It's like, yes, welcome to the haunted mansion. <laughs> then I was like, I don't know. It's Jared Leto. Like, there's one point in the movie where it's like a little bit of history with the character and we see like a sketch that kind of looks like Jared Leto. But I actually would have preferred if there was some plot line that, you know, we they talk about, which is this is all from the story of the ride, having William Gracie, who was the owner of the house and these ghosts. And I thought if they had kind of gone more of a route with actually showing Jared Leto in his human form with some of the backstory that they give and having some scenes with him. And then it pays off to then why now he is this 
kind of demonic ghost who well exactly i mean they already do kind of flashbacks with madame leota's character with william gracie who we who doesn't have a huge part of it but i thought she did a great job we get jamie lee curtis as madame leota it was great as leota yeah i really liked fun. it and I, and I thought like having her because we have um um why am i forgetting um in the previous film who was uh who played the bride of chucky you have uh, um, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Jennifer so Jennifer Tilly. Tilly, I thought did a good job, but having Jimmy Lee Curtis, I thought was really well done. We get these really good. I like the idea of this backstory where we have kind of a grieving husband who, because of his, through his grief, he lets in all these evil spirits, he lets in these spirits and whatnot. But then they do this backstory of uh, the hat box ghost and it's like all hand drawn. It's not even like good. Like it's like shadow drawings and stuff like that. So it was kind of, yeah, really really kind of weird and i would have like as like they're trying to like oh that's the big draw i'm like yeah jared leto it was not the, not the draw well, it's like i was like i almost was like was jared leto even on this film property ever yeah like they could have <laughs> had him in set. a sound booth recording <laughs> you know they say like his likeness was used for some of the stuff and animation I'm like but i just i think they could have done more with the hatbox ghost to be this big bad and I even like the idea. This is something that they do in like The Conjuring 2. And there's been other movies like this where like there's ghosts, but then even the ghosts are scared of this other ghost that is like a really bad ghost that's like even attacking the other, you know, paranormal yeah. <laughs> beings in this house. Now, there's a lot of nods to the ride. They do a lot of great stuff with the different, you know, kind of props and and even costume pieces and nods and references so there's plenty in this and i like that's even some elements of different haunted mansion rides because some of the rides are different so i liked all of that and i do think a standout is lakeith stanfield playing our main character ben as you said he's going through grief and he's this character that kind of had this whole kind of like trajectory for what his life was going to be and the moment that his wife passed it actually turned him complete opposite to what he was doing and he becomes a very depressed person uh and so his whole stance of like i don't believe in ghosts is really to the point of like i'll just do whatever to make some money like i just don't care so when he actually these ghosts do happen i also thought there was going to be more of a cool kind of oh, within this house, he's going to see his wife. There's going to be all these elements where he's going to be haunted by his wife. And there's some payoff with that a little bit, but not enough for me that I was like, I kind of wanted more. But again, I guess I have to think too, this is a Disney movie where they were thinking, okay, we do want some scares. And I do think there's some there's some little creeps and horrific moments in this, especially um, for fans of the ride, the whole, uh, you know, undead bride who's you know with the axe that whole scene was pretty well done um i think there's just it was maybe like they were like we can't go too much with the scary we have to still have it kind of funny and goofy and that's why they really cast a lot of these like comedic characters to be our our main character especially like owen wilson could say anything and it just sounds funny you know he yeah i mean he plays this he plays a priest in this movie and i i i know this is a podcast so you can't I'm putting quotation marks around yeah, priest. You know, quotes, yeah. I'm a, I'm a priest. Um, he's not really a priest, but we're going to get these ghosts. Cause and it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, like in the trailer, it's like, yeah, he's you're going to be better. And then Danny DeVito just plays this ridiculous historian professor who he knows a lot of history about this house. And so he's, he's kind of his own kind of quack job. Um, and Danny DeVito is just great to have in a movie. 
but it's hard for me. Like my fiance really enjoyed the film. Um, and I just definitely felt a little flat with it. One thing with it though, I, I was kind of disappointed because it was such a great scene and then they cut and I was like, that's all we're getting from that. We have really was kind of royalty when it comes to, uh, you know, Halloween time. Winona Ryder is in one scene of this movie uncredited. Um, there's a whole point where they do this whole tour scene and this is how they get some of the backstory to potentially the Hatbox ghost. And, you know, she was in one of the brief trailer moments and her character just didn't really get to do much, but then they all set this whole thing up that this mansion, not the haunted mansion, but this other place where they're getting information about the Hatbox ghost is now kind of like a, almost like a dinner murder mystery kind of situation. And we have Dan Levy come out and he's like, there's been a murder. Yeah. Maybe we should like explore. And he looks like a ridiculous, like almost like a Vincent Price, like ridiculous. Like he's got this huge mustache and he's got this detective thing on. But in the trailers for the movie in the summer, there was a scene where he had like, like a black trench coat on and a black hat. And that scene was not in the movie. So I was like, they cut some of that. I thought there could have been more with that. I almost think that it would have been great if we had Winona Ryder as the uh, writer as the medium and Tiffany Haddish was that little bit part. I think and... that would have worked better, actually. And I, I'm not saying Tiffany Haddish isn't funny. In the right thing, she is funny. I just think the lines that she was given as the medium wasn't that funny. Another thing is there are some rules in this. You know, one of the great parts of the ride is near the end. They're like, you know, be careful. Hitchhiking ghosts will follow you home. Well, they kind of set up a rule early in the film that you can't just leave this haunted mansion because one of the spirits will follow you home. And so all these characters like Rosario Dawson and her son, they get spooked out. They leave, but then clearly they've come right back to the haunted mansion because no matter where they go, they're going to be haunted. But then there's whole scenes where these characters go out like in daytime for like hours. And we see even like some bits of like a ghost near them, but like they're not scared than during the day. But other times they go out at night and they see like a ghost flash in their, you know, back mirror of their car and they're freaked out and they have to go right back. So it's like some of the rules don't really um, make sense for the whole time of the movie. But I think if, if, if this movie had come out in Halloween time, it might have done a little better. It definitely did not have a great box office turnout, unfortunately. Um, so it's definitely going to be seen as a flop, which is kind of sad for. You know, is this just a ride that they can't get right? Or was there a version out there that really could have worked? I think the Eddie Murphy one has some merit to it. But I think I guess this one for me would have a little step up basically because of the production value, like the ghost and the actual like how the whole house looks, looks a lot better than the Eddie Murphy version. But some of the comedy of the last one was better than this one. So it's kind of hard. Dark, like. dark spirits come forth. Wait, wait, wait! Not leave till you get the dark spirits out <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, production value was great. I, I thought, you know, the idea and the concept was really, you know, as trying to get closer to what the ride is. I think they did a very good job. But yeah, some of the comedy at land and the 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 shifts in the tone throughout the film, I felt like it almost was like two different directors and they kind of split up the work. It just felt like several different movies in one yeah so i mean you know by all means what it, it is now spooky season 
I think this is a perfect movie to put on, you know, this Halloween season at home, you know, on like a weekend night. And, you know, you got some candles going, you're having some cookies or some treats. I think it's going to put you in the Halloween mood. Um, and I, I by no means I think it's a bad film. I just think maybe for me, my expectations were too high for this film based on the trailers I saw. And there's just some scenes that were really a mess for me, but other scenes that worked really well. So it's kind of a hard balance. So at the end of the day, for everything that I saw off of one viewing, I'm going to give this version of Haunted Mansion, it's going to sit at a 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, but you yourself can check out Haunted Mansion, uh, the new 2023 version, streaming exclusively on Disney+. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.